into the contest. It's Thursday the 24th of March. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. Did you watch the fight? Did you blink or did you miss it? Why did you watch it? What an absolute waste of time, Timmy. It's, it's the worst 50 bucks I've ever spent. I reckon I had a good mate of mine, Arby, came over and we got a pizza and a few beers in my bar and we thought we'll sell into a really good fight here and it was uh, it was over in a blink, blink of the eye. It was um, Sonny Bill Williams too strong. Barry Hill didn't even look like he wanted to be there in the fight. He was sort of he looked old and slow, and uh, it was a bit, of a bit of an embarrassment for him, I reckon. Yeah, he still like he looked like he was on SAS, didn't he? So we'll talk about that today. <laughs> also, what a shock yesterday. Ash Barty retires from tennis at the age, the tender age of 25, and a big one tonight, the Dragons and the Sharks. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves you back. Well, I must admit, Shane, it came from the blue for me, uh, Ash Barty announcing her retirement yesterday. Someone rang me and said, oh, did you hear? And I didn't quite believe them, but... Uh, As I've thought about it, look, it's quite refreshing, isn't it, to see a sportsman who's 25 say, nah, I don't want to do it anymore, I've done enough. Well, she definitely sings from a different hymn sheet, that's for sure. And uh, look, I'm just, I'm not disappointed for her. She's been a fantastic sportswoman um, and uh, ambassador for Australia. I'm sort of disappointed the fact that we've had such, we have such a good role model for for many boys and girls out there. And um, and she's called it uh, quits. You know, in, in probably the height of her career, she's she's number one in the world in tennis, daylight second, really. She's won the Australian Open. She won Wimbledon um, and the French Open. She only didn't, only major she didn't win was the US Open. She walks away with $30 million in prize money. And um, yeah, maybe she'll go on and play some golf now. I don't know. But uh, she clearly has priorities outside of tennis. So good on her for choosing and making this decision. Uh, I just hope she's happy. But uh, yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed the fact that we're going to lose a great role model for, for many young kids out there. Yeah, but the thing I like is is that she's not like a lot of the other stars of tennis just playing on forever and ever and ever. It's almost mm. like they do have nothing else in their lives, you know, like sort of getting towards the age of 40 and still going out there. Um, I know they're not needing Zimmer frames quite yet, but look, it, this is – it reminds me a little bit of Mark Eller. Remember Mark Eller when he left the scene yep. in rugby? Arguably the best – uh, you know, the best fly half we've ever seen at 25 just said, no, I've had enough. Um, what does come next? It's interesting you mentioned golf because that's something that I think is every chance. Um, she doesn't seem to be the one that will sit down for long and she mastered cricket. She mastered tennis. Does she become world number one golfer? Well, her dad was um, could have went as a, on as a professional golfer and her mum's a very good golfer as well. So it's definitely in her veins. Um, look, I think she's just going to reassess. I think she wants to get married, which she's going be doing very soon. Um, look, she set herself up for life financially, uh, but you still got to get out of bed and do something. And uh, 
I think she's still going to do a lot of good, particularly um, in the Indigenous communities and stuff she's doing there, working as an ambassador in that regard. Um, but I think whatever she turns her hand to, mate, she's going to be pretty good at. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we uh, we wait with bated breath to see what comes next. What about Pat Cummins? He was brilliant. So was Mitchell Stark, to be honest. They've ripped through this Pakistan batting lineup and they're uh, red-hot favourites with a couple of days to go to win this test match. Yeah, a little bit of work to do yet. Australia all out for 391, we know that. Pakistan were cruising two for a couple of hundred. And then all of a sudden, they lost seven for 20, as Pakistan can do. Uh, Australia is none for 11 in the second innings with a lead of around about 140. But Stark bowled really well, four for 33 off 20 overs. But Pat Cummins took the, the bowling honours with five for 56 off 24 overs. An unbelievable caught and bowled. I was watching this while well, I was waiting for the fight to come on last night. Um, great reaction time. And, yeah, the Aussies in a really, really good position. If we can bat most of uh, today... Uh, get a lead of about 400, we can really put Pakistan under pressure on that last day now. What about Sam Rainbird? Tasmania's Sam Rainbird, 8 for 21. They're like under 12 figures of the kid there who's absolutely head and shoulders above everyone else in the team. Yeah, 14 overs, 8 for 21, the best figures ever for a Tasmanian. Uh, and the most economical bowling figures in 150 years of Shield cricket. So uh, a big, big return for him. It gives Tasmania a bonus point. Uh, it was looking like it's going to be a Victoria and WA Shield final. Uh, with one game to go now, it gives Tasmania a chance to potentially leapfrog and jump into number two and make that Shield final. Interesting game tonight with Carlton winning their first game. Bulldogs, of course, they're going to be the acid test, or one of them. Uh, they made the grand final last year. Yeah, really looking forward to this one, particularly after Carlton's uh, fantastic win in the first round. And we know that the Bulldogs lost uh, their first round match, so a big, big one tonight. Yeah, Melbourne coach Simon Goodwin, this is an interesting one, is he's advised his players not to bump uh, despite a shock AFL tribunal ruling. It's interesting. Yeah, well, this is based on Rioli's, uh, or the decision by the tribunal not to charge Rioli for what he did in that game uh, in WA. Uh, and it's good advice from, from Goodwin to say, look, I wouldn't do it, even though I think he got away with it. We're not going to bring that into our game, and, and nor should the Ds. They're playing well without doing that sort of stuff anyway. Yeah, absolutely. We have got a stack more to come here on Afternoon Sport. That boxing fight, it only lasted a minute, but uh, we're going to have a squeeze at that. And all the NRL action, Chains Dragons are in action tonight. Well, Sonny Bill Williams, he just came out, took a breath, boom, Barry Hall, and it was over. You spent your 50 bucks, and uh, that was it. <laughs> 50 bucks. 50 bucks, 31 bucks on a pizza got delivered late. It was cold as well, so it was a pretty poor night for me. Uh, look, it would just look like Sonny Bill looks huge. He's put on quite a bit of weight. We know he's been um, practicing with uh, the world heavyweight champion Tyson Fury. And it just looked like a you know a year six guy going in and fight against a kindergarten kid, and uh, Barry just looked he looked old and frail compared to, to Sonny Bill, and it was over within two minutes. He, he he was knocked down three times on the canvas. He just he just looked like he didn't want to be there, and I think he was smiling towards the end that he's um he's probably lived to sell another day. And I think that that's the end of Barry Hall's uh, professional boxing career. And the third generations of Mundines coming through, of course. Tony Mundine, then we saw Anthony, his son, play rugby league at the at the highest level and then go into boxing and have an illustrious career. Now, Anthony's son uh, is unleashing 
in boxing. And look, he looks a lot like his dad. Raheem Mundine is a dead ringer for his dad. Uh, not only looks wise, uh, his, mm. his style of fighting is exactly the same. Uh, he looked really good. He he won his first professional fight, 40 to 37, unanimous decision. Um, but looked quick and strong and fast. And uh, Denny Green was was actually commenting how quick he was and, and how strong he looked. And uh, yeah, the Mundines, they can definitely fight. And uh, we might have a good one in uh, Raheem. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That uh, is going to be fascinating to watch what he does next. Uh, now, big game for the Australian Socceroos. They take on Japan. They've got a, a bit of a perilous road to the World Cup finals, and it, uh, it's going to be interesting. It's a big few days out there at Sydney Olympic Park when you think that they're playing Japan tonight. Then we've got the Rabbitohs and the Roosters, then the SCG, that whole complex uh, around Moore Park will be buzzing on the weekend when the Swans are in action. Mate, it's plenty of footy this weekend. It's very exciting. Uh, in relation to the Socceroos, we haven't beaten Japan since 2009. We've lost the last nine um, matches against them. It is a big, big match for Socceroos. And I won't say it's almost uh, do or die. They need to win both this match and then the next one against Saudi Arabia to avoid um, a two-match sudden death playoff. Uh so, yes, as we've been speaking about, the Socceroos are up against it uh, in, the, in their run to the World Cup. But tonight's match is, is as um, tough and as most important as any. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we mentioned the Rabbitohs and the Roosters, this great grudge match. Well, there's another nice uh, local derby, and it's on tonight. It's your Dragons and Georgia Lawara taking on the Cronulla Sharks under Craig Fitzgibbon. They look so much better, the Sharks. This is going to be tight. Yeah, it's going to be a tight one. I think I'm, I'm backing the Dragons here. I think the Dragons will get home... Uh, probably by six to, to eight points. And I think the Roosters are going to smash South, I think. After the form that the Roosters showed last week, South look rudderless, as we've spoken about, Tim. I think that the Roosters are going to win by 30 points there. 30 points. Boy, oh, boy. Yep. We'll have to keep that on tape. That's a big prediction. Uh, South, of course, have lost their first two games, but uh, the Roosters did look a lot better last week. Did you see Israel Folau's comments? He's no regrets over anything that happened or transpired through... All that drama, the homophobic comments, and uh, him being suspended. Israel, I got, I got, I got two words for you. Shut up! <laughs> like this guy is just a fool. I don't, I don't even know why he's saying these things now. Like, walk away from it, mate. You're supposed to be not only you breed hatred. Um, you showed no remorse or or empathy at all for for your actions. It's not very religious, I'd say, mate. And uh, I don't want to hear how you got. Yeah, anyway, I, I just can't talk about this bloke. He just does my head in. Yeah, okay. Well, let's talk about motorsport because lots of my friends have been calling me excited. When people love Formula One, they just love mm. Formula One. Like they get up at all times of night. They tape everything that's possibly in and around it. The The Bahrain Grand Prix was on with an upset result. We've got the Australian Grand Prix and so many people headed to Melbourne on that pilgrimage to go and watch it. And uh, there's a new TV deal uh, which is going to allow all those F1 fans to, to watch it more. Yeah, on Foxtel and KO, Tim. And uh, well done to them to put this deal together. It's an expensive deal. Uh, but audiences are up 31% for Formula One in this country. There's a real appetite for it. And uh, they can now go to Foxtel and KO to watch all those uh, races coming for the next couple of years. Yeah, it's been extended. So, yeah, Formula One fans are loving that. Now, look, to wrap it up today, of course, Ash Barty, that's been the news of the week, the news of the past few weeks. Her snap retirement at the age of 25 will... You retired just a few years older than that, 29. You had a couple of injuries. Uh, how did you react immediately after your 
retirement, my friend. We spoke about the start of the show. The worst 50 bucks I ever spent was uh, watching that fight last night. And uh, there was only one other worst $50 spend I had in my life. And it was just after I retired, Tim. I had my first Saturday off in 20 years. And I went down and bought a boat with a good mate of mine, Andrew Yates. Uh, we're not boaties at all, but we bought a boat. After the first Saturday out on the boat, we came back and seagulls had shat all over our brand new boat, so we're pretty upset. So we went to Whitworth, which is like a boating store on the northern beaches, and we bought a $50 plastic owl, which said on the packet it would get rid of birds from pooing on your boat. And we got back the following Saturday, and the seagulls had shat on the owl. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't work, mate. So that's... Apart from the 50 bucks I, I wasted last night, that was another $50 that I didn't spend very well. Oh, I'm glad you told us the full story about the owl because I was thinking you bought a boat for 50 bucks. People are going to say, we're shame buying his boats. Oh, yeah. Some of the things like that just don't work sometimes. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors. You know, Brian Beer, the beer that loves you back. And, of course, thank you to our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We are back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.